Welcome to the APA podcast episode two. I'm Ilsa and today I'm joined by John Whelan, Executive Director for Transport Project Delivery at the Department of Planning, Transport and Infrastructure. So one of the reasons I reached out to speak with you is because I, you know, we're, we're in a really interesting period of time at the moment with COVID and there's a lot of new things happening um, across the nation. And I'd love to know a little bit more about what are the current focus points and priorities for project delivery in SA? Yeah, thanks. Um, we are in extraordinary times and this working remotely, some flexible working arrangements, but I think where the department's really focusing on, and not only the department, but I think the state and federal governments is about getting work out to the industry as quickly as possible. And, and that's a key focus um, for um, the department. And it's a key focus that we do that, uh, bearing in mind that we are in unprecedented times around COVID. So still, our workforces still need to have that social distancing where possible, making sure our workers are safe is a key point for us as well. And really important for us to have work um, not only now to keep people's jobs going, but also a pipeline into the future. Um, and that's what we're trying to do at a rapid pace, can I say that, with stimulus packages and, and a range of options for us to, to use to make sure our, our contractors uh, stay in work. Mm. And can you tell me uh, a little bit more about uh, the, the funding that's and how that's being incorporated into the, the future programs? Yeah, sure. Um, our state government in around March uh, released about 120 million stimulus package, um, a range of uh, programs and projects. Uh, one of the key ones for APA members is the Southeastern Freeway, and that's going to be about um, eight kilometres of resurfaced or rehabilitated pavement in Asphalt um, from what we call the Heysen Tunnels down to the Tollgate. Um, it's about $35 million worth of work. And where we're looking to make sure the market's aware of that is we've scoped it pretty well now, and we're hoping to be in the market very soon around July, use the market during this winter time to, to look at the programming, look at the swims, and we want to start that work as soon as the weather breaks, which is likely to be around that September, October. Um, We've also got a, a great range of regional road network packages, 52 million of works. Um, around about half of that will be for bituminous works. Um, the other half is really like a pavement rehabilitation type program. Um, and we've, we've, we've got work out there already. So uh, $6 million worth of work on Adventure Way, um, that tender's closed. Um, hopefully we'll have a recommendation soon and we've got, you know, half a million dollars on Indominka Airstrip and I, I reckon there's a recommendation for that to go to the industry pretty soon as well for um, one of our contractors. So they're just some of the examples um, and we've got works on the Stewart Highway about to start in May. So we're well ahead of the game and, and certainly proud of, of our staff of how they've worked tirelessly to get these uh, packages to the market, and we've used a range of options in there. So we've got um, we've got a master trade agreement program um, with four of the large asphalt companies, and we've been able to use that expediently and extend existing contracts rather than wasting time for industry to have to do um, multiple tendering. So that's just one way of us keeping works going um, in the really short term, but with a good pipeline of work in the long term. 
That sounds great. Do you feel that uh, the coronavirus has impacted any of the essay project delivery so far? Um, I'd probably say there's been has been good in some ways. Our our public transport's down by you know um, 60, 70 percent. Our road network traffic's down around 40 percent. This gives us a great opportunity for us to do more works on the road while while there's less impacts with traffic and it's and it's a safer, which is a good thing. I think um, the government and our chief executive Tony Braxton Smith has given us. Uh, a range of opportunity to use innovation and uh, be brave in our procurement processes. So certainly that's been been a welcome part of COVID. Um, the disappointing thing is COVID is the the people working re remotely and the connection um, at work. But but in general terms, um, we've had some benefits more than disbenefits. Mm. That's a that's a great benefit actually. It's something that. Uh, as somebody who's quite new to this industry, that learning how, you know, the, the the people on the road who are actually doing the work, that there is actually a lot of benefit for them at the moment to be keeping them safer during this period of time. I think it's paramount, you know, when you talk of the volumes of traffic and, and working on the road and, and incidents that can happen with heavy vehicles, um, I, I think that that certainly helps us to keep our workforce safe. And I know... All of the companies have implemented really good safe protocols with, you know, um, better cleanliness, more site huts there, um, the opportunity for uh, much better hand cleansing, social distancing. Uh, I think that's been a good thing. And luckily, to this point in South Australia, we've been able to keep the virus um, levels down low in numbers and um, touch wood um, I'm not aware of anyone in our in our Asheville organizations that has been uh, positively tested for COVID so we've been able to keep that workforce and and people in jobs which is critical. And how do you anticipate that some of these really beneficial changes will continue to be implemented? I'm hoping we'll, we'll remain with some level of licence to use innovative procurement methods and and uh, extend existing contracts where practical and benchmark offer pricing um, to keep industry in work. I think it'll be a norm for us to be doing Microsoft Teams meetings and video conferencing. Um, I think there's a downside to that because we'll be stuck in our seats and, and behind screens a lot more. Um, I just think we need to find better ways to be able to connect with with people and and our and our partners in that respect. And sometimes having uh, video conferencing with multiple players, it's difficult to read a room or get some interaction and feedback from a personal level there. But but we seem to have coped well. Um, we've coped well in this this short term, and and I think it'll be a practice that we'll need to look at going forward. And do you anticipate that there'll be any ongoing uh, more negative effects or changes in in the delivery process? I, I, I don't think there'll be anything too negative. I, I'm hoping we'll keep some of those really good practices that we've, we've learned from and, and, you know, making sure our workers are safe is paramount um, for us and I think even for for the contractors, for their workers. You know, we're only as good as the people we have working for us and with us. Mm. Uh, I think there'll be some real impacts around how we communicate with the marketplace. So in some respects, when this first broke out, we were able to do a video conferencing with some of the key Ashfield organisations very quickly. 
and give them some level of assurances what we were doing going forward. Um, one thing I, I say with that is words um, words are very easy to say. It's, it's what you implement in practice where you get the performance and we'll be judged by the industry and how well we're dealing with this at the moment. Mm. So I, before I um, came to, to do this meeting with you, I, I spoke to Peter Damon, who recommended that actually I get in touch with you. And um, he let me know that you had been addressing about, um, you know, future project delivery and about the maintenance program for the coming 12 months. Could you give us a summary about what you have been messaging around that? Yes, so we've got a really exciting program of works. So, you know, just in our transport delivery, we've got about a billion dollars a year for the next three years. Uh, you know, that's major projects as well as our normal maintenance. Um, our annual programs or maintenance works sits around about thirty to forty million a year. So I've been um, I've been blessed and very lucky to to actually be running that with a team of staff. You know, Craig Eckerman's done a great job with that for me. Uh, and we've been able to re-engage with the industry, uh, so I think that's a good thing. Um, the department's going through a change to its maintenance contracts, and um, I think we'll have some new maintenance contracts in place uh, mid this year with a transitioning to the end of the year. So at this stage, I've been asked to continue with our Asphalt Reseal Rehab program for the next financial year. And we'll just have to wait and see how how the new maintenance contracts will impact on on our annual program sort of maintenance work in the in the future. Whether whether the department will make a decision to leave um, leave me handling that or put that into the maintenance contracts, that's something that I think it'd be great for APA to take that up with the department. Yeah, great. Thank you. And uh, the the situation for regional work in South Australia, what's happening in there? We got a. Re I mentioned earlier we've got a really exciting program of uh, regional work from overtaking lanes to shoulder sealing. Um, we've got around about ninety million dollars uh, worth of shoulder sealing coming out for next financial year, and pretty well all of that will be in the market by around about October this year. So when you when you look at that, not only um, the pavement works for our um, tier one and tier two and tier three contractors. But then it's the bituminous surfacing guys that and girls that get to do the final surfacing on those projects, which, which is a great outcome. We've got around about $300 million uh, allocated already for regional projects right across the right across the state, from you know the Stewart Highway to the Riddock Highway. So this this state government, this Liberal state government, certainly investing a, a very high amount of money in, in regional SA, which is a good thing because some of the roads need need that work now. Mm-hmm. And uh, I know that you've, you've spoken with me about that are occurring right now. What can you share about the recent achievements of the department? Um, one really good thing, not only in our procurement and getting, getting all our players working in the market from um, reseal, rehab to, to asphalt programs, uh, you know, exciting bit, you know, Craig and I and the team have, have just brought back in our first microsurfacing um, bit of works in the state. We, we've sort of neglected that for quite a few years. So that's starting on the Stewart Highway in May. Um, I said we had a master trade agreement. Um, since I've taken some control of that, we've made some changes there. And just to give you an example, I think it's really proud for us as a department. Last year, we spent $11 million on 
um, ceiling works. This year we've already whipped that up to 16 million. Asphalt works last year we spent 20 million. This year we've got committed works to this financial year of 56 million. So, you know, that's just the rapid amount of procurement and innovation and the hard work of uh, a range of DIPTI staff that's been able to get this uh, achieved with the help of our contractors. We can't do it without them. Mm. Mm. That sounds amazing. Can you tell me a little bit more about what actually goes into, you know, into that procurement and into, you know, increasing, you know, the funding and the projects? So with our master trade agreement, it, it was set up quite a few years ago and, and it'd be fair to say that we needed to do some refinement of that. So it really set some non-price criteria over a period of time and, and then some set rates uh, we've been able to change and adapt that, um, and it also has a really important part about industry participation, um, which is really important for the state. And, and we know our large tier um, contractors, um, since we've taken and made some changes to that, have probably been quite receptive on how that's worked. In general, I would say that everybody's currently got work from that program. So that, that's the outcome that we want to achieve. Um, everybody as much as we can keep in work, keep jobs. And when we reached out to the to APA Associates for South Australia, um, it was really pleasing that that was everyone's priority, is that um, let's share the work around. Um, yeah, we've, we've got to get competitive rates and, and best for the state and best value. But, you know, we've been able to make sure that everybody's got a, a fair piece of that pie and has currently got their workforce out there doing that for us. Yeah, yeah, it's a great attitude to be sharing it across the community. And, and uh, yeah, thanks for, thanks for mentioning that. Is there anything that anything else that you wanted to talk to, any uh, innovations or things that you're looking forward to in the coming months that you would like to share with um, APA listeners? Uh, you know, we've got a massive program of works, not only our major projects, you know, I haven't touched on some of our major projects that will have ash belt and spray seals involved in them, you know, from Regency to PIM to Port Augusta to Port Wakefield projects, you know, there's there's about 80 million of road duplication in that. So, so it's exciting times for the industry. Um, I think one thing we are looking to do, we're, we're looking to to reform and reshape the MTA. So we're about to go out to the market very soon for a pre-qual panel system. Um, we'll open that up to some lower tiers um, in, in that industry as well, so we can do the little patching works as well. So that's something for your members to look out for. Um, we wouldn't be able to do what we do without the support of APA, so we're really appreciative. And you mentioned Peter's name, and he's been a great supporter of DIPTI, and, and we can only thank him and, and all of the APA staff um, for their way that they've been able to engage with us and help us um, help the industry. Yeah, fantastic. Well, thank you for your time, John. It was lovely to meet you and to find out more about what's happening in project delivery in South Australia. And we look forward to seeing how the projects um, are delivered over the next 12 months. Great. Thanks, Rosa. Thanks for your time. Thanks. See Bye. you.